Welcome to the Network Marketers Den, the ultimate podcast for network marketers who are looking for ideas and knowledge to grow, develop, and level up their network marketing business. I'm Janet Metzger, your host, and I can't wait to share with you what we have today. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. It is Janet of the Network Marketers Den. I am really, really excited because today I have a guest that you are going to get so much information. I have learned a ton and she works with actually many of our listeners. Her name is Jamie Michelle. She is involved with online parties. Now, I know you might be thinking there's a lot of people that do online parties, but this lady started it. She started it. She was very, very visionary. So let me tell you a little bit about Jamie before you get to hear from her. She got involved in network marketing and Presently, she does represent the company Plexus, a great, great company. But in 2016, she created the idea for an online party, online parties with Jamie. Now, way ahead of the curve there, Jamie. Um, it has opened up tremendous doors for her, not only in selling, but it helps her to create uh, content for sales training workshops. She inspires others. She's got an incredible amount of knowledge not only in sales, but in public speaking. She's at the top of her company's leaderboard, um, been on lots of retreats, you name it, she's done it. But listen to the rest of this about Jamie. She's got over 28 years of sales experience between corporate and direct sales and network marketing. So clearly she knows her stuff. When she's not doing all of this, I don't know how she finds time, but she's actually a college professor and she's going into her 19th year of teaching. Um, she teaches communication courses with an emphasis, very important as a network marketer, in public speaking. So, Jamie, welcome. I am so, so excited. Thank you, Janet. You. It's nice to be here and talk to you. You know, I have been... Um, like you, very active on Facebook, like our listeners, very active on Facebook, and you keep popping up. So I'm, <laughs> oh. a, I'm a believer in the law of attraction. And I connected with my friend who's who is involved with your parties. I said, Megan, get me the hookup. I want to interview oh, Jamie Megan. Michelle, because I know what it's done for her business. So, um, so you started your online parties when? So just to step back, I started with Plexus in 2015. Okay. And um, as you mentioned, I have been in sales for a long time. I'm teaching in sales parallel. So when I started with Plexus, I was new to the idea of posting on social media, which wasn't as common then as it is now. You know, we're going back six years ago. Um, I have a wonderful team, upline, sidelines, you name it. And people were helping me and coaching me. And then I started to get the hang of it. So I would post a little bit about Plexus. And then I created a group on Facebook. And then I invited people and would post there. And over that first year, <clears throat> what happened was they were already doing Plexus online parties. So they would host the newbies, which I was. And we would invite friends and they would post for two hours, three hours, three days, four days about Plexus. Mm -hmm. So I jumped in a bunch of those. I invited my guests to those. And then as I grew, 
Um, and at that time, I was a lot more active in Plexus than I am now, just for timing reasons. And as I grew and my team grew, I started to become somebody who would say to my team, okay, let's look at the calendar. Let's do a two-hour power hour. And I became the host. So maybe somewhere between 20 and 30 Plexus parties I ran for my team. And I invited someone to one of the parties, and this is back at the beginning of 2016, who uh, was a sorority sister of mine who sold makeup. And her and I were talking on the side, and I said, what if we just did me and you? Just, I invite my people for Plexus, and you invite your people for Unique. And so then, um, then I did that, then I hosted that. And from there, I was like, what if I've got one from Tupperware, and what if I've got one from 31, and... I can make this a huge party. And then everybody invites guests. It's kind of like an online flea market. So, and at that time, I didn't know anyone doing multi-vendor online parties. I don't know if anyone was, um, but I knew that people were doing company online parties, Facebook parties. That's where the idea originated for me. So December of 2016, I ran my first paid online party up. I think it was December 11th. I don't know the exact dates. And it was the baby it's cold outside party because I themed them. And I have that every single year. And I actually have two people still with me that were in the baby. It's cold outside party. Wow. Which is and, it is, and you you're in uh, you're uh, you're out east, right? Where are you I'm in Jersey? In yep. Jersey. OK, so it is cold outside in December. I guess it. It, <laughs> yes, it. it is. So, you know, that party took off and um, I, I figured, I don't even remember if I had a Facebook group then or I created it right before that, but I remember feeling like, oh my God, there's 300 people in my Facebook group. I, I can't believe this. I hit my husband on the couch. I have 300 people in here. So from December of 2016 to now, um, I've run over 1500 online parties and I've got 12,000 people in the group. Holy smokes. I know. know. And it's been work to build that, as you know, um, because you're online. If you're not face-to-face, it's hard to see my personality. Am I trustworthy? I'm going to pay this woman. What's she doing? So I've, you know, hit my bumps in the road to also build my credibility. And I know a lot of people say that she's the original online party. Um, I'll take it. I say, oh, gee, why not? Because I've been doing this a long time. Um, but that's really how I started it. And then it just spiraled and I love it. Right. And you truly had a vision before anybody was doing it. And I mean, let's face it, there is a whole bunch of them, uh, that, that pop up, but you know, one of the things that, um, intrigued me was you being a professor of communication, public speaking and communication, Can you talk a little bit about the importance of the communication that's needed for somebody that's online or is doing an online party and kind of maybe the do's and the don'ts? Online communication is difficult. That's tricky. I just want to say that, you know, um, as you said, I'm going into my 19th year and I do teach students how to public speak and that is hard enough as it is, um, but you are going up in front of a live audience. So you're getting feedback and it's easier to work off of the feedback to know what works and, and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Now, in the beginning of my teaching career, I didn't discuss online communication, but as the world has changed, that's 
part of my curriculum now. And that's part of what I discuss. And uh, I'll say exactly what I tell my students. Um, online communication, which is your email, your text message, instant messenger, posting on Facebook, can so easily be misconstrued. One of the reasons emojis were created. Um, to kind of be able to show people, hey, I'm laughing at this. I'm not trying to be a, you know, so that is what I find is the hardest for my vendors. Um, just all across the board, whether they're in a party or not, is saying too much, not saying enough, not coming across as, as funny or happy or not coming across as serious. It's, it's tricky. I mean, my best advice is always short and sweet. Yep, you know, short and sweet sales, makes sense. Sales is about building a relationship. And it's hard enough to build a relationship when you're sitting across the desk from a CEO. Now you're behind a computer and you're on instant messenger, which has become so popular. Short and sweet and breadcrumbs. Don't just puke your product. You know, you start puking your product. I say that all the time. You start puking your product, you're going to turn the person off. Short and sweet, a little breadcrumbs and let them respond. So right. you can get a conversation going. Um, and again, it's, it, everything is so easily misconstrued. You have to, you have to, with online communication, you have to be very intentional. In okay. what you mean. I mean, you even see it. I mean, people are arguing on social media all day long. And, and then sometimes you'll read the comments and people are like, well, I didn't really mean it that way. And that me as the public speaking professor, I'm like, well, edit it or delete it or don't write it like that. We can't post what we would say face to face. Like you've got it in print now. So be very intentional, be short, be sweet, get your point across, and above all, be a good listener. Absolutely, absolutely, 100%. I, I agree. I, I like how you say, what did you say, puke? Puke your product. I puke say it on half Megan, I say it all the time. I say don't puke your product on people because it's the easiest way to turn them off. Right. And, you know, I'm just kind of going on a sidebar. In 2000, and I know that you've done sales for a very long time, when I started the direct sales or MLM in 2015, we, it was just new posting on Facebook. Everybody is now. So people are more reluctant to maybe accept a private message from you, or they know if they comment on your post, like, hey, those jeans are really cute. They do run the risk of you sending them a PM, like, are you interested? So that's something I also teach too. Um, be mindful with your communication. Just because someone's giving a compliment, you'd be better off commenting on their comment on your post. I love these jeans. I have them. They're so comfortable. Let me know if you want details. Before you run the private message and start puking your jeans on. Right, right. You know, and that's why people sometimes they don't write back because they don't know what to say. Like, I just wanted to say they were cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but I, I love what you said, the part about being intentional. And I think that's really, really important. And and to me, that's always been the rule in business. Man, if it's written, you better make sure that it is right. I tell my students that there is no delete. That's my famous line. Uh, they all know it. There is no delete. Even if you delete it, that can come back to you. The minute it'll always open, come back to you. It'll always come back to you. We open the communicate the online communication. I say to them, if you don't learn anything from me this semester, I want you to write this down. There is no delete. So be mindful before you, and you've got college kids and, and now high school and oh God, middle school kids. Everyone's running around with a phone, posting whatever they want. Um, also some of my, which I don't think I've discussed with you and I, I won't go huge into, but um, 
something that I've done for many, many years. It's one of the reasons that I'm so, be so intentional with what you're writing and what you're saying. One of my colleges that I worked at in 2010, I started a student organization and uh, it's called Spark a Change. It stands for Students Practicing Acts of Random Kindness. So the, what the group is, or was, because I had to stop it, but it's an anti-bullying uh, suicide prevention group. <clears throat> so within that, quite a few things that we did, we've gone to over 50 schools, um, 11 or 12 school districts, and me and my, my college students at the time, and we've done assemblies for middle and high schoolers on cyberbullying. Um, and that, once, then I, and I had to stop that in 2016, just for reasons. Um, but I also carry that with me into my training when I am working, doing event prep with vendors and helping them is I stand in front of middle school and high schoolers. And I'm like, you need to be more intentional with what you're posting, what you're saying. You don't know whose feelings you're hurting. And you're right. Absolutely. Kind of 100%. Somebody's in. Yeah. And, and I, too much reacting. Instead of reacting, yeah, you know, yeah maybe slow down. Loves this product, but they have to decide between your product and their electric bill. They're not going to tell you that, you know, it's not your business. So you keep shooting messages. Do you want to buy? Do you want to buy? Are you ready? Are you ready? And the person is getting upset that no one's responding. Maybe they're not responding because they're about to turn the electric off and you're a stranger. They're not going to say, No, I can't afford it. I've got to keep yeah. my electric on. So I, so I really do try to. Communication is the whole part of it. And I know, Janet, you've been doing this a long time. You know, it's communication. It, it absolutely is. And the part about relationships, if you don't have a relationship, I mean, I, I preach it. My students get sick of it because I, I say they people buy from people. People join people. They don't join companies. They don't yep. buy products. They are coming because of you. And you need to create that loyalty. Yep. So could you, um, for those that have never done Oh, uh, an online party. Could you maybe um, take us from a start to finish what it might look like for somebody? Again, I know I've purchased from many, I've met many great people, but for some of our listeners might not know, have not explored it yet. And if they're going to do it, this is a lady to do it with you guys. But but can you kind of take us from a start to a finish? Sure. Um, After they've spoken with me and they've registered for a party, the weekend before each party, we open a chat and a group, and we call those the vendor chats and the vendor groups. Um, and I get all the vendors for each party into those chats and groups. And there is where we event prep. There is where, you know, we've got four or five days before the party starts where I can reintroduce myself, go over expectations of an online party. Um, we have a schedule so everyone's not posting on top of each other showing people how to use the scheduler, um, you name it, example of posting, you name it, it's in that group and in that chat. And then what happens is I open a separate group. So there's a lot of back work, which is, um, I've got one assistant that helps me do that. And then another assistant helps me do the marketing because now everybody's in and now I open a group. And for years I held them in Facebook events um, but things have changed and, and Facebook events delete after two weeks and we like to leave it open for the guests for longer than that. So we've moved to Facebook groups, but it's right on Facebook. I create a new group and then your requirement is that you invite 50 people from your Facebook friends list. We all agree to it. I do it every week. They're not all going to say yes. Most of them are going to ignore it. But we get a couple from each people to build a party. Right, so right. I now invite them in here. 
They go in here, <clears throat> they all become moderators, they put their introduction up, they invite their guests, boom, they're ready to go. Um, my schedule's Wednesday to Saturday. It wasn't always, it used to be Thursday to Sunday. Again, I played with things based on Facebook, algorithm, times, people. So <clears throat> Friday night at eight o'clock PM Eastern time, we start with our early bird. That's usually a game, an interactive post or a sale. That is not the place to just drop a post about your pair of jeans. So something fun, that's our busy time. And then we start our schedules on Thursday morning and every vendor gets three posts. And then Thursday night we go into a night owl, which is also fun and interactive. And then Friday, again, each vendor gets three posts and so on and so forth. And we end on Saturday night with our last call. Wow, I had no idea of all of the back. <laughs> it's very structured. There's a lot of on the back end. When I sat down to do this, and also this is because I'm a teacher. It's the brain. So when I sat down to do this, my very first one, which was a Thursday to Sunday party, I'm like, I can't just say you all get 10 posts, just go post because, well, first of all, we're all going to post on top of each other and the guests aren't going to see it. So um, we get a schedule going and, and one part of it should be fun and one part of it should be more serious. Like, so and I've tweaked it through the years. I have. Sure, sure. Got- After doing 1500 parties. You know, you got a lot of a lot yeah. of good data. What works, what doesn't. Right, right. So so the parties will run Thursday. Did you say Thursday? Thursday to so the three days will run Wednesday to Friday. Wednesday to Friday. Okay. We'll run Wednesday to Saturday. So if somebody is doing this, I mean, I like I said, I had no idea of all of the the back end of it. I love the idea that you're coaching the vendors. That um, I do. That's that's huge. I'm in every party with them. Every group, every party. And I should mention, when I run a party, it's a theme. Like right now I have my back to school party going, but we only take one vendor per company. So I started branching out very early on. I did this like my second party. I started creating separate groups. I think I did this my first party, actually. I did. So I have the red group for baby it's cold outside, the blue group, the yellow group. And what I did was I gave them colors and I put them in different groups. So now I can take four Tupperware reps, four Plexus reps, four Avon reps, right? So um, some weeks I'll have four parties running, which means four groups under the same theme. And some weeks right now I have eight groups going for the back to school party. Holy smokes. And it's time consuming. And although I can't be in all of them, my messenger goes off all weekend. And I know we may get into this, but that's something that I guarantee and I believe in. I could have everybody under the sun working for me, but you bought me. You bought me, you want to talk to me. So they'll people, newbies will write me all weekend and within an hour, unless there's a crisis, I usually write back quickly. Um, and people will say that at the end, I was surprised and grateful that you were there the whole time. I'm like, no, I, I'm a salesman. I'm in the trenches. Yeah, that's what you have to do. And, and you've had the success with it. So I've done the party. What's is that it? Am I done once the party's done? So once the party is done, and, and also um, we do giveaways. I do an Amazon gift card in every group. I give away a free party in every group. And I recently, um, I run contests for the vendors to interact because that's been a struggle for five years and it will be for everybody because everyone's busy. You can only interact so much. So I do one or two products um, and I've been doing this ring light contests where I send out a ring light just to make it fun. So the party's over Saturday night. 
Sunday, it stays open for you to post a thank you or a winner. And then you're done. I turn off posting. So nobody can go in there because I feel that we have told the guests this is a party for August 11th to the 14th. That's when it ends because that's when we told them it ends. So you can't go in there and post, but that group will stay open. I always say it'll stay open for a month, but it usually stays open. I mean, I have groups still open from last year. So the vendors who did the party are able to go in and get their contacts, look back at their posts, see who commented. You know, this is boom, 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 boom. We power post. It's very overwhelming the first time. Right. So right away, I'm going to be a right me, but can I go back in? I'm like, girl, you can go back in for the next two months. Like, just finish the party. Take a break. You need a mental break from your phone or your iPad for after the party. And then come back in and look through your posts. And you may have missed that somebody commented they wanted information. So the so, fortune's in the follow-up after, after it's the happened. The fortune's okay. in the follow-up. That's, I, I teach that. You teach that to everybody. Um that is a huge misconception of an online party is it didn't go well for me. I didn't get a sale. And I, I puked this on the vendors. A sale is a bonus. Like kudos to you. That's awesome. you got a sale, but that's not really what you're here for. This is a huge networking event. Think about this. Pretend you're live and you're in a room and there's 25 of us. And we all invited 50 of our friends and let's just say of all those people, 220 people show up. You are now standing in front of 220 people, let's say to talk about Tupperware, and none of them know you. I am sure you've exhausted your friends and family. I'm pretty sure in the first four weeks of being in a new company, you have puked your product, all of your friends and family, and those who bought, bought, and those who didn't are done. So now where do you go to get people? So I try to explain that to people is it would be amazing if Jan's sister stepped up and said, I want to buy Tupperware. But if nobody does, you just have, you just met 250 people. You got to be in there. You have to interact. You have to mingle. Do you have a Facebook group? Do you have a Facebook page? Can you take anybody from this audience with you? That is so key. Invite them to join your group. Now you've invited Janet to join your Plexus group. And Janet doesn't know me from a hole in the wall and will probably never talk to me again. But if I post something next week in my Plexus group, Janet from the party is going to see it. Right, right. So it's, um, it's a huge misconception. And there's so many online parties now that before I was teaching people, this is what it's about. And now I'm, I'm, I'm unteaching, for lack of better words. Okay, who taught you that? Okay, I, I don't really agree. That's not how I run stuff. But let me explain to you how we run stuff. And maybe you'll have a better experience. Sure, sure. So it, it, it is, you know, I, I remember I did a, I don't remember who it was with, but I actually did a podcast about, you've got to put the network back into network marketing. Yes, amen. It's, so critical. You've got to, you've got to reach out and, you know, you don't just build a relationship overnight. So, so what, what would you say makes your parties different than everybody else's? And because you've got so many best practices and clearly you've had success, otherwise you wouldn't be around for six years, but what's, what makes you different? I believe really what makes me different is my background. Um, 
I've had a lot of people. And when I say a lot, I'm talking in hundreds who have come in as a vendor, done a party or two with me. And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, I'm invited to their party that they're running. And I see my material in their party. Right. And I've had this. And in the beginning, it really bothered me. But um, it's been years and years and years. And and I ask people, please don't invite me to that. And then I'll message someone and say, good luck to you. But please don't use my material. So this it's it's a lot of who is Jamie Michelle and um, why would I go with her? And it's what I bring to the table. I do event preparation. I don't know if other people do. I would imagine, or if they came through my parties, I would imagine they do. But what you're buying is 28 years sales experience and 18 years as a public speaking professor. So you're getting all that free stuff and me totally available to you for the four to five days. You already know you're getting a well-structured party. I've been around long enough that people know that you already know you're getting a networking opportunity. It's going to be up to you or not if you take it. But what sets me apart is what I personally bring to the table and that I am in the trenches and I am in that early bird. I sat on that couch last night, boom, 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 for about three hours. And people have said to me, why are you still like, why do you sit back a little bit? And you have people helping you run it. And I, I call them my veterans. I have people with me two years, three years, four years, almost five years. Um, cause they bought me, you know, that from sales, they right, bought me, they got to see me a little bit and I love it. I get excited if I win something or, and I post. Right. Right. I, I have post. seen that. I have seen that. So when you say follow-up, can you give our audience an example of the type of follow-up that somebody might do that would, that would help them to be successful with their online party? Right. Okay. Um, and again, follow-up's a tricky one. And when I do sales training, I say this, every follow-up is different, right? Because it depends that, you know, this, Jenna, what you were originally talking about with them. But like I said, if somebody just writes cute genes on your post, I would not recommend that you start reaching out to them and puking your genes on it. Now, if you want to put a little comment that says like, hey, I've got a really good deal going on. I'll send you a PM. That's different. Follow up in terms of if you put up a post asking what people's health concerns are and somebody says, um, I'm having blood sugar issues, for example, or I'm having trouble losing weight. And if you comment and say, I've got a great product for you in my parties, it's okay to send the person a private message, but short, sweet, not annoying. And it's once. I saw your comment on my post. Just want to let you know we have great products that help regulate blood sugar. If you're interested in hearing about them, have a great day. I am totally against sending your website to people. My vendors will tell you that or those that listen to me. Okay. Uh, The minute you start sending everything, there's no reason to talk. If you're going to give the farm, why are they going to respond? You told me (laughs) you've got this product, that product, and that product, and it can help me ABC. Here's the price and here's my website. They don't need, they don't know me. They don't need to write back to me. I've got it all right here if I want to look at it. And that nine out of 10 times, they don't respond. So right. now then there's follow-up of people that maybe you did talk to in the party who were like, oh, wow, this looks like excellent mascara. If you can send me a PM at some point, you know, each, each thing is different. Um, keep those expectations. You know, like you said, people buy from people. 
They buy from people they like. They buy from people they identify with. And they don't really trust you in four days. And I get that. But follow up in terms of, I know that you commented when we were back in the party that you were loving the mascara. And I just want to let you know there's a deal going. That's it. They might say, no, thank you. But you know what? They responded. So now maybe you can follow up with them again in two months. Right. That's great customer service right there. Let that relationship build. You know, I always tell them, massage the customers. The idea of the cold call close online in private messenger, especially if you're not live or doing a video, you probably know how hard a cold call closes face to face. Absolutely. I mean, I sold copier machines. I'm in there in the late nineties. Like I got this deal. It's $39 a month. It's going to be gone tomorrow. I mean, I'm sweating right in the middle. And that was hard enough to get like now I'm talking to, you know, Joan in Kentucky and yeah, she could see my name thrown around a bit and whatnot, but how does she really know if she wants to do business with me? So I, I really do. Um, and listen, we, we always generate sales and, and through the pandemic, we've generated a tremendous amount of sales. So I don't want to say that we don't, I'll come back to that, but go into it with realistic expectations. I'm here to work. It's work. I'm here to network and like put up a $5 Amazon gift card, offer people to join your group, take your audience with you. And then there's a follow-up a week from now. There's a follow-up. Hey, Janet, um, thank you for joining my group. I know you didn't win the Amazon gift card, but I just wanted to introduce myself. You know, people often put the post up in their group, like welcome new members when new people join, which I'm certainly not saying to do it. I think it's a good idea. But if you have a good vibe from somebody, send a PM instead of welcome them in. Like, I just want to personally welcome you to my group. Thank you for joining. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a follow-up that opens the door, but not thank you for joining. What can I sell you? Exactly. You exactly. Yes. You know, relationships take time. They take time. They yeah. take time. I mean, what did you say before? Put the network back in. In network marketing. That's it. You hit the nail I, I right think on that's the what you have to do. But, but you just, I love what you just said, um, because this is for anybody that does any sort of networking. I mean, I'm on, I'm in different networking groups three times a week. I said, I set a goal to net be in three different networking events three times a week, but I have to take my audience with me. And I love that you said take that. Them with you. I mean, yeah. And take it offline. You don't do it all. It doesn't all have to be online. I mean, unless they're like, no, I don't want to do a Zoom or I don't want to give you my phone. Because some people, and I get it, I respect that. Some people don't want a friend request. You know, everything is different. But the fortune is in the follow-up. It is. It is a hard thing to do. And and, I mean, our Christmas in July party was absolutely psychotic. I had 15 groups. It's one of my largest parties. I had 15 groups. I had some vendors working for me. I can't see everything. I think we had 472 orders because the big parties all count. I spend the whole weekend counting orders. I'm like this by the end of the weekend. And people say, I'll help you. I'm like, no, I have to do this because I need it. I need to know for me for last year, for next year. And that was a very large um, number last year. And I didn't think we were going to hit it this year because of the, the pandemic. So we do get sales. But sometimes I tell the new vendors, you guys, people have been with me for years. So Kathy might've gotten three sales this week, but she already started talking to them last week. Right. She's filled her pipeline. Yes. This is networking. 
And, and you can do that through these parties, but um, they're time consuming. Absolutely. But, but if you think about it, how long would it take somebody to meet 250 new people? Forget it. All year. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So, so I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Yeah. What's your favorite movie? (laughs) Well, growing up, believe it or not, my favorite movies were the Die Hard movies. Oh, I love those. Bruce Willis. My sister texts me when, when Die Hard is on. Um, but you and I were talking and I, we had mentioned a book and my favorite book is eat, pray, love. Yes. And I've read that book so many times and they did make a movie out of that, which I actually, with Julia Roberts, which I actually did end up loving that movie, but my heart, um, I love a romantic comedy, but I, I have the Die Hard trilogy probably on VHS. I loved Bruce Willis growing up and all his movies. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Excuse me. I'm sorry. That's my my home phone ringing here. Um, In fact, I am going to just mute. So, Jamie, if you just want to expand on something uh, on the movies, that would be great. Actually, that just quit. Sorry. Um, This you can tell this is live. This is not stage. What we do. Surprise. Nobody's not interesting. Interesting. Why? Why Die Hard? What what about it? I'm curious. You know what? I love action movies. I actually love TV. I know that um, there are a lot of people who don't love TV. I love TV. I love my crap reality shows. My husband loves TV. We don't get to watch a lot of it, but our DVR is full. We watch so many shows. Um, We don't have children, not by choice, but we don't have children. So our 8, 830, we meet on the couch. And I happen to like a lot of action stuff. Right. Goes good with him. So, uh, we watch our shows all year round and I, and reality TV, as much as I know people are going to hate it. I love reality TV because it's so ridiculous. That it is. I forget everything that's happening in my own life in that hour. Cause I'll be looking at the TV going, is this really happening? Or yeah. is this really sad? Um, my whole network knows that I'm a bachelor nation junkie. I watch the bachelor, the bachelorette, the bachelor in paradise, I used to post contests about it until they figured out that's what the contest was going to be. So I kind of stopped that. I've never missed a season. I have my opinion each time. My whole, all the women in my family used to watch Bachelor and they all don't like it anymore and they're done with it. And I'm like right here with my clicker in my office. But but you know what, Jamie, I think it says a lot that you're, you you are the epitome of work really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. walk away. And I think everybody Got needs to, to do that. Yes, it, it is so hard now with this to put it, it is. down it in is. a way. But you've got to, I agree. And I struggle right. with that. I struggle with that. Right. Sometimes it's 10, 11 o'clock at night. I'm talking to my West Coast people. And I see my husband give me the side eye. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. But but clearly you've done a phenomenal, I mean, to, to be running that many parties. And it's such a huge networking opportunity, which I think is crucial for everybody as long as they take it to the next level. Now, um, as as we kind of wind up a little bit here, um, I know you do, you've got a a special event coming up. You want to share that with our audience? Yes. So I was speaking about earlier how I got involved in doing assemblies. Um, Me and like 20 of my students, we would go speak to middle school and high school. And like I said, we ran about 50 of those and we did talk about suicide. If we did elementary, we didn't. Um, and 
that was in 2010. So we're looking 10, 11 years ago, right in the middle of my teaching career. It really brought me to, you know, I'm already a public speaker. I'm a public speaking professor, but I've always wanted to be a motivational speaker. I, when I was 17, 18, I was talking about it with course counselors and they were like, we could do communications, but there's no motivational speaking. So when I was doing these assemblies, I was like, this is it. This is the motivational speaking and it's to the students and it's to teach them what can really happen if things get really bad. So just want to give a little pepper with that. So that made me always feel like I, my dream is to do a women's empowerment conference. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm not a feminist. I love my men. I love my women, but I do feel that sometimes we have to work a little bit harder and I'm very proud to be a woman. And I, I, feel like I have a lot to, to talk about and to give back. I've, we've all gone through many things in our life. I certainly have. And um, I'm a super emotional person. So I'm very in touch with my feelings. There are times that I, I turn around. I'm like, how did I get this love? Like what? And especially, I mean, I met Kevin till I was 40. I didn't get married till I was 44. So, you know, that's a whole nother gamut of, we cannot go, how haven't you met the right one? And you're missing your window for babies. And trying to um, deal with all that. My sister's married. She has three kids. All, my friends are all married and I, I'm picky. I, I just wasn't, you know, but so there's been a lot of ups and downs through the years that I've had to navigate because I'm a super positive, upbeat person. So I, I draw that strength from being a woman. I, I really do. I have a very strong mother, very strong grandma, grandmothers. Um, my aunt, I, is 80 years old and she's still selling real estate. I come from a very long line of, of strong women. My sisters and I both have master's degree, all have master's degrees. And, and that's for a reason. It's for another time. Um, so I feel that in, in my blood that if I love my husband to death, but if I didn't have him, I'd be okay. And I was okay be, before him. Right. So right. my dream is a women's empowerment conference. So in 2019, I have been in this network for three years. I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. What if nobody comes? 10 people came to Tony Robbins' first ever live conference. So if people come, they come. If they don't, they don't. So now, long short, I set it up in Atlantic City. I had 24 or 25 people come. I decided to live stream it. And this was only within the vendors. I, I told my family not to come, my friends. And I wanted to keep it within the network so I could be who I am without getting pulled away into a friend or family thing. Um, I had 24, 25 people come. It was like a workshop almost for the day. It was a couple hours during the day. I had different sessions and I had over a hundred people come in on the live stream at different times, but bought virtual tickets. And um, I had a guest speaker come. One of my students that I mentor talked for a little bit and, and, and quite a bit of stuff. And we stayed at the hotel. I got to meet some of these vendors. They stayed, we all went to dinner. This was such a life-changing experience for me because that was my dream. A women's empowerment conference is my dream. And if I never do it again, it was so great. We laughed, we cried, and they left saying, my life has forever changed. And that makes me feel good. Their life is forever changed. So when we were at dinner that night, the people who did stay overnight were like, are you going to do this next year? And I said, hands down, 100%. I don't care if two people. Well, and then we had a pandemic. And then we had a pandemic. It was scheduled for October 10th of 2020. Um, and a different hotel and a different, but he's still here in Jersey. So it kept putting pushed off, pushed off, pushed off. It was pushed off till April. April, they would have done it. I pushed it off. 
I have too many people traveling um, that I'm not, I'm very not non-political. I'm not, don't want to be involved in all this, but I just want people to feel safe and comfortable. So I pushed it off. So now we're looking at September 25th. September 25th. Okay. September 25th. So far, I've got just about 20 people signed up that are coming face to face. And I think I've got 42 or 43 in on the live stream. Um, okay. We've got like six weeks. So people will also buy tickets last minute. Okay, so, great. So it's an opportunity for our listeners. Even if you can't get there. Right. And if you can't get there and it's in Jersey and I've got people all over the country as do you, but um, we do have a virtual ticket and I did virtual different because I've bought virtual tickets for conferences and it's fun to watch, but it's not fun to watch. So what I did in 2019 is I bought a tripod and we brought my iPad and I put all these people in a Facebook group and I just went live for five hours. So um, we turned it on and off with each session. And then that way people could talk and ask questions and they could talk to each other and they knew each other. You see, these are vendors that are a lot sure, of work. Sure. So you've so, got the same thing again this year. Yeah, yeah. And now you have a special offer for any of our listeners. I do. So the live stream ticket is $45. So anybody who purchases a ticket from, from this podcast will get $5. Wonderful. And we'll have all of the information in the show notes. And I know you've got a special offer on the parties. If anybody yeah. wants to um, join a party the, with the women's conference, they have access for 30 days, by the way. The, oh, afterwards. Um, be, yeah. Because it's sometimes, you know, everybody's got lives. It's hard to be on right then. Well, so, and, and you, sometimes you want to hear it again. You want to hear it again because you're in the moment. Um, and the parties, I'm going to do a buy one, get one half off. Wow. So if you're new, you got to be new. Because I know my got to be new. Okay. You got to be new. But, and the parties are, are $20 each. Some okay. of them are less expensive if I do. I know. I, I haven't raised my prices in five years. I've so if never, I was your coach, Jamie, I would say you're not charging I enough. <laughs> I have just recently raised my prices for my Christmas in July and my Black Friday party because there's so much work and the vendors know that and they paid it with no problem. But I've been at $15 for a three days a party and $20 for a four day party for five years. Okay. And I was looking into raising some prices before the pandemic. And then when it hit and that's who I am for just in a nutshell, people are losing money. They're losing jobs. Like I'm not going to hit people with, Oh, now it's $23. You know, if anything, try to give a deal so they can get in here and make some money to pay bills. So right, just, right. it's coming, it's coming, but I don't know when. You'll do. Hey, I, I will tell you, Jamie, you have given our listeners a wealth of information and, you, um, you know, we connected because we think a lot alike. You believe in in the importance of networking and the follow up. Yeah. Um, but it but you're coming from the heart, which is so, so important. So yeah. um, so if you want to learn more about the parties, what is how should they reach out to you? And it'll be in the show notes, but I want to make sure they hear it. Okay, um, our main, because we have pages, we have groups, we have websites, but our right. main group is Online Parties with Jamie. Online Parties with Jamie. Easy to remember. To that. Just join that group. You could check us out. You can always just message me. Some people are a little leery, like I don't want to message her yet. I want to take a look at what's going on. But you could always send me a PM. I answer everybody every now and then. Some get stuck in my message requests, but um, I'm pretty good with responding. 
Um, but you're welcome to just join our group and check us out. In that group, you're going to see everything. And then that's where I, I do all my posting and my parties and our silly stuff. And, and right. just it's a, well, it's a big family. I, I will tell you, first of all, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Because you I, you're somebody that I always wanted to talk with. So this is a great opportunity for me, selfishly. Uh, oh, but what you, you are providing... Me is a huge service. And I am a, I'm a believer. If you're going to do it, go with the best. And I truly believe that um, the online parties with Jamie are the best. So, thank so you. thank you so much for thank joining you. us. I appreciate thank you, you to our, you bet. Thank you to our audience for listening. This is Janet Metzger with the Network Marketers Den. If you are not a member of our Facebook group, the Network Marketers Den, be sure to check us out. So take care, Jamie. All the best. And I know you've got, man, you got fourth quarter coming up. So you are getting ready to be really, really busy. So take (laughs) care. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. This podcast was designed to help you, the Network Marketer. If you have a specific topic or struggle that you would like me to cover, please send me a message. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others. Tag me, Janet Metzger, on social media or leave a rating and review. For more tips and tricks, join my Facebook community at the Network Marketers Den. Thanks again for listening.